No more, it's none of my business. No more, I'm sure they'll work it out. No more, boys will be boys. No more, I'll say something next time. No more, why didn't she tell anyone? No more, she was flirting with him. No more, she's too smart to let that happen. No more, not my problem. No more, he didn't mean it. No more, why doesn't she just leave? No more, he said he was sorry. No more, she was drunk. No more, she was asking for it. No more, she seems just fine to me. No more, she should have been more careful. No more, we don't talk about that. No more bystanding. No more ignorance. No more excuses. No more. No more. No more. The prevalence of domestic violence and sexual assault and shocking silence and inaction around these issues underscores the urgent need for bystander involvement. If you observe or see red flags or domestic abuse, no more excuses, no more silence, no more violence. Get involved. Tiki Hut Media. Pop the top on your favorite beer or whatever you drink from Tiki Hut Media. This is Soul Ramblings with Jerry Wicker. Hello, welcome into Soul Ramblings for this week. I'm Jerry Wicker coming to you from Florida and from the great state of Texas, just outside of Dallas, my friend Don LeBaron. Howdy. Hang on. Ah, drinking that Sam Adams. Oh, you suck. Actually, I found something new and lovely and it could be a bad thing. What's that? You know, I'm, I don't know if you've tried the Trulies. Oh, yeah, Beth and her friend like those. The original ones are good. They're just, you know, they're the flavor, but there's no sweetness at all, which is what most people want. The lemonades are fantastic. A little more, they have a little more sugar in them. And that's what it's all about for me. I'm, yeah. I'm watching the sugar, right? Because my favorite drink has 17 grams of sugar in one ounce. <clears throat> and when I have one, it's usually about six ounces. <laughs> <laughs> which is your favorite? Um, The Di Serrano. Oh, it's an, yes, the amaretto. Yes, yes. Oh, it's, yes, it's just yes. sugar in a bottle. <laughs> um, I love it, love it, love it. But being that being that I am in fact a diabetic, yeah, I have yeah, to watch you, those things, right? Yeah, just you gotta did. be careful. Luckily enough, my doctor. I just talked to her recently, and she's like, "Seriously, you are so right there that you could step off of the diabetic wagon." I said, "Yes, but then I have to give up my favorite things, so I have to learn. <laughs> so I have to learn moderation." And if I can learn moderation, um, and you I know, do. it's really funny. My favorite, literally, I mean, I could drink that Di Serrano. I could drink it every single day, right? but I don't, I truly do. I allow myself and I, I could drink it more often if I just drank a little, you know, that one thing at a time, yeah. that one or two ounces at a time, but oh no, I got to have the Mac daddy, <laughs> you know, the equivalent of about what an, an average drink is what two ounces. Right. I think mine and I want I want it straight over ice. I don't want anything else in it. Don't be jacking with my stuff. I don't not even water. No. I don't want soda. I don't want no. I want just the De Serrano mm -hmm. over the rocks. That makes me a happy girl. But like I said, it's a um I did actually make an attempt. You're gonna really laugh at this. I'm trying to find myself a pretty glass, a small one. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Yes, because it's all about the glass. Yes. Well, for me, I, I just think, well, maybe if I had the glass that I like to drink out of is the one that makes me drink six ounces at a time. <laughs> so and, that's but if what I you're got, doing is six ounces at a time? Yes. So but that's why I only allow myself good one a week. Lord. Oh, but man, I feel good afterwards. I bet you do. 
I'm so cozy. <laughs> Beth likes, after a long day of work, she'll come home and she likes uh, Bloody Marys. She does. <laughs> she has her own little recipe that she makes. And Most Bloody Mary lovers do. Yeah. And she, she has a, a specific way she likes to make it. Or she'll have a glass of wine or... Mm-hmm. Uh, she and her friend uh, do like the the Trulies, which um, I've had I've had one or two of them. It's uh, probably not your speed though. It's too. Yeah, it's, not, it's kind, not I hate to say fan. girly, but it's yeah, it's yeah. probably yeah. not right up your alley. Uh, you remember you remember back in the day. You remember uh, what what were they? Zimas. You remember Zimas? Yes, that and that's exactly what it is, brother. It's a, <laughs> it's a it Zima with like a new a name. Zima. That's what it is. It's a twenty twenty one version of Zima. I gotta have another here. Let me have another <laughs> sip of Sam Adams. I gotta, I gotta get out of this. You know that's what I should be doing. I'm so goofy. I should be saving my one drink a week for the for for when we get together. <laughs> right. Yeah, I, right. This is what I should be doing. Can yeah. Well, the reason, and I've had a couple of people ask me about it, and here here was my thinking on this. Uh, I, I tend to have discussions with friends. And, and and theological discussions we have we talk about all kinds of different things and just over just over a beer just over a drink or two and you know don't get uh you, you can get kind of deep and not not get inebriated but just uh just kind of have a, it's a social thing you know we'll be right back after this short break The law firm of Becker and Lindauer worked tirelessly to make sure drunk and impaired drivers are held responsible for the wreckage they cause. Incredibly, Florida does not mandate that all drivers carry bodily injury liability insurance. As such, Florida has one of the highest uninsured motorist populations in the country. Many drivers carry only minimal coverage, providing only a fraction of the protection needed by those they injure or maim. If you or a loved one were injured as a result of negligent conduct of an uninsured or underinsured motorist, the team at Becker and Lindauer can help in making sure your legal rights are protected. With over 45 years of combined experience, call today for a free consultation. Area code 941-567-6728. Again, 941-567-6728 or visit their website. The link is in the show notes. Once a week, there's a group of pastors and and lay folk, and, there, and I say a group that's a very small group. This morning, there were only three of us and had some real interesting discussion. And I just wanted to touch base with you. As a matter of fact, one of the guys I was with, he was trying to remember a quote that he had read. And as I was, as I was coming into the studio uh, to talk with you this morning, I thought, you know, I'm going to throw this at Dawn and see, just see what she thinks. He said, here is the, he, he texted it to me and the other gentleman that was with us. Here's the quote I was trying to remember. It. He says, he said, uh, this is from a guy by the name of Dr. Vance Havner. The devil is not fighting religion. He's too smart for that. He is producing a counterfeit Christianity, so much like the real one that good Christians are afraid to speak out against it. Whoa. Wow. What? Yeah, that's what I said. As a matter of fact, I text him. Wow. <laughs> uh, yeah. The devil is not fighting religion. He's too smart for that. 
He's producing a counterfeit Christianity, so much like the real one that good Christians are afraid to speak out against it. Hey, did so, you seriously need to send me that? Because I'm okay. I'm putting it. Um, yeah, I'm putting it out there. Yeah, that that was. I, I want to share that with you. There is so much packed into a, what three sentences there? Two sentences. It's truth. Oh, holy free holies. Um, mm-hmm. They, you know, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm gonna. I threw that at you. I, I wanted to get your feedback on that. Your initial reaction was the same one I had. Well, it's it's like I said. I mean, there's so much truth, and there aside from the fact that you said there's so much in those three sentences, there's so much truth there. And it's it's funny because it's exactly what we've been told is going to happen. Mm. It's specific to me when I hear it, I think of false prophets and uh-huh. those who are going to claim to be following the gospel, preaching the gospel, leading others to the gospel. And when they get to heaven and, you know, they take look, Jesus, they're going to say, Lord, I, I spoke of you or I did miracles in your name. And he's going to say, I never knew you. And, and that's exactly what it makes me think of when you say that those people who are putting it out there, you're talking about the good Christians who are going to f- people who are going to follow a false prophet. We got into that discussion uh, this morning because our particular denomination, and we're not the first one to wrestle with this issue. Yes. It's, it's coming to a head with uh, the issue of homosexuality. Okay, And uh, not necessarily whether or not to uh, love and accept uh, homosexuals or, or the whole LBGTQIA community. That, that's not the issue. We do accept and love them. Can an ordained minister be LGBTQIA? Or, I didn't even know that's where you were going. Okay. Yeah. Or, I didn't even think that yet. <laughs> Yeah, or um, can within the uh, United Methodist Church, can an ordained minister perform a marriage for? That's where I thought you were going. Okay. Uh, So that that is what we are wrestling with as a denomination right now. And it is, well, and it's not just right now. It's been going on for 40, 50 years. It comes up, um, it comes up for a vote uh, next year in 2022. And the fear is that this is going to be, this is going to be the thing. This is going to be the thing that splits the church. I was going to say it's going to cause division. Is that what y'all are worried about? Okay. Yeah. uh, And my thinking is that I don't, you know, I grew up in the Methodist church. I don't want to see a split. However, the 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 realist in me knows that as divisive as this issue is, that it's inevitable. We are probably more than likely going to see a split in the church because of this. Uh, I, I don't want to see it, but and that's where this quote. Came wow. Out. The devil is not fighting religion. He's too smart for that. He's producing a counterfeit Christianity, so much like the real one that good Christians are afraid to speak out against it. So, and I can comp- wow that and see just what you said makes it hit home even more. Yeah. Oh I my am, goodness! 
I am not looking for a new religion I, or anything like that. Here's my thinking on it, and I'm more progressive than a lot of folks in my theology. If I'm going to be wrong, I would rather err on the side of loving someone instead of being right and not loving someone. A gentleman and I got into this. He's a retired minister now. We got into this this morning. He said, uh, I can open up my Bible and I can point to the handful of verses that directly address homosexuality as being a sin, as being an abomination, blah, blah, blah. We all know those. Sure. And he happened to have on a green polo shirt at the time this morning. And I said, you know, if if there was a verse in the Bible, he, he said, this was his thing. He said, you know, it's hard for me to say the Bible says that homosexuality is a sin. It's an abomination, but I love you. There's a disconnect there. And like I said, he had on a green shirt. I said, yeah, it's the same thing as me open up, opening up my Bible and pointing out a verse that says it is an abomination to God to wear a green shirt. And then I look at you and say, but I love you. There's a disconnect. It's hard for me to say to somebody, you, you are sinning. You are an abomination because of who you are, but I love you. That is where my problem is. I believe that we should be inclusive of all. Jesus said, love all. He did not say, thank you. <laughs> he did not there say, love your neighbor, comma, except for this type person, this type person, this. No, he did not say that. He said, love all. If that, that I do not believe is a new Christianity or a new religion that the devil is creating, I believe that is the Holy Spirit waking us up to the fact that we need to quit judging and fighting with one another and love one another and be all inclusive. I bring up the fact that when Jesus washed the disciples' feet in that account in the Bible, where he, where, before he was to be crucified, he washed Judas's feet. That's right. Judas, the one who betrayed, and Jesus knew he was going to betray him at that point. He yes. knew it. He did. He already called yet, it out at that point, right? He, yeah. he had already mentioned it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> he had already mentioned he had. it. That's right. He knew it. And this is a guy who is about to betray him, and he knows it's going to happen. And he washes his feet anyway. That is the example we need to follow. There is nowhere in the Bible that says, hate the sin, love the sinner. Nowhere. Jesus never said that. He said, love all, because why? We're all sinners. The fact of the matter is, we're, you know, how do you sit there and judge somebody else when you yourself are the same? Who did he spend most of his time with? All of his time. He was always with sinners. He showed them love. A woman in this country is battered every 15 seconds. Women living with disabilities have a 40% greater risk of experiencing domestic violence. Nearly 8 million days of work per year are lost as a result of domestic violence. The equivalent of 32,000 full-time jobs. The leading cause of injury to women ages 15 to 44 
is domestic violence. Each year, about 324,000 pregnant women in this country are battered by their intimate partners. Most domestic violence offenses are not reported to law enforcement, and sometimes it's just too late. Every day, three women are murdered at the hands of a current or former partner. Help is here. Call the Florida Domestic Violence Hotline or visit fcadv.org for more information or to find your local certified domestic violence center. I wanted to, uh, I, I did this uh, last week, and I don't know if you've seen this on the social media page, but uh, got it on the Facebook page and also on Instagram. Uh, put uh, Posted a meme, it says, with your phone's predictive text, finish this sentence. Jesus told me to blank. All right, so here, here was mine. Jesus told me to go back to sleep. I know. <laughs> I love it. Uh, I Beth's, like that one. Me too. <laughs> Beth's was Jesus told me to go to the store and get a new one for the day. A new what for the day? One. A oh, new one. A new one. A new one for the day. Yeah, I, I don't know. Hopefully, it's a new beer. But anyway, uh huh. A new case. Uh, so uh, yeah, I thought that was uh, some fun stuff. It's still up on the social media on Facebook and on Instagram. So uh, if you have an opportunity, go over there and do that. We'll read some of those. We also have over on Spotify, uh, we have a new playlist. The link is, uh, we've got the link in the show notes. Uh, Beth and I have been into some new country here lately. And we've got a new country playlist over on Spotify. Wait, new country music? Yeah, new country music. Wait, 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 hold on a second. Did you just submit to liking something on country music? <laughs> Dude. Yes, I did. Okay. Well, there's this there's this local artist and we check him out every every chance we get. Okay. And he mixes in some of the new country with his uh, he covers some of the new country in his in his shows that he does at some of the local venues around here. We got to uh, listening to some of the stuff because he's you know like what was the name of that song he played? I kind of like that. We have found others that we like as well, and we've compiled this playlist. It's got uh, well well over thirty songs on it of songs nice. that we like that is new country, uh, newer country, and just thought we would throw that out there. And the link is in the show notes, and you can sign up for Spotify for free, and you can listen to that. And we invite you to do that. October, being that it is October, uh, is also uh, Domestic Violence Awareness Month. Yes. uh, I had told you that I definitely wanted to touch on that. In uh, last week's episode, we featured several different stories uh, Mm -hmm. about domestic violence and, and how that I have always been a big proponent of uh, any kind of work against domestic violence because my mother was a domestic violence uh, survivor. It was near and dear to your heart. That's right. Yeah. yeah. And my, my niece, Allie, a few years ago at the age of 27 years old was murdered uh, by her. Oh, I abuser. remember that. Yeah. So uh, that is uh, why that is so important to me during October I want us to honor and remember those who have lost their lives as a result of domestic violence. And I want to also 
celebrate those who have survived and recognize their courage, resilience, and hope for the future, and salute those who work tirelessly each and every day to serve, embrace, and empower survivors of domestic violence and their children. I would love to see this be a non-issue domestic violence uh, awareness month because love should never hurt. And we have in the show notes, we have a couple of places, uh, the National Domestic Violence Hotline, also the Florida uh, Domestic Violence Coalition. We have uh, links to those in the show notes, but you can go to the National Domestic Violence Hotline website and put in your state and your area and find local shelters and local advocacy groups that can help, if not for you. For Believe me, it is so prevalent right now, Don, that it is someone you know or related to is being affected by domestic violence. And we, you know, if, if it's if it's for yourself, that's great. Or if it's for someone that you know and love and you're looking for resources to help you help them, that is available to you. So and I encourage you to do that. Rolling along on Soul Ramblings podcast, Psalm 27.4 from the NIV says, One thing I ask from the Lord, this only do I seek that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, to gaze upon the beauty of the Lord and to seek him in his temple. Now let's get gut level honest here. What do you seek? What is your one thing? What is your deepest desire? If you could be given one thing right now, and that one thing could be anything at all, what would you reach for? What is the one thing that could change your life forever? A financial windfall? A restored relationship? A shot at the spotlight? A chance to go back and try again? One hallmark of the deeper life is a singular desire for one thing, namely, the Lord himself. Not the collateral benefits of the relationship, not the promise of blessing, not the promise of eternity in heaven, although that is a big deal, but to dwell, rest, abide at home with him and in him now and forever. In a world that promises anything and everything, Jesus commands us to pursue one thing. The way toward anything and everything is guaranteed as the path of least resistance. But the way of one thing is the path of most significance. We must learn to desire less and at the same time more. A sanctified and set-apart hunger fixed on the core thing. A baptized and transformed longing to gaze on the beauty of the Lord. Not to dart back and forth, eyes momentarily seizing on this glitter or that gold, but to gaze on the beauty of the Lord and find in him our deepest desire, awakened and amplified and fulfilled. So I ask you, what do you seek? What is your one thing? And what stands in your way? And these discussions that we've been having, things that Don and I talked about, and the things that we talk about on a day-to-day or week-to-week basis here on Soul Ramblings Podcast, whatever side you're on, remember, people on the other side can be mistaken and not maligned, wrong and not wicked, errant and not evil, naive and not nasty. They can have bad theology and not be the devil's spawn or demon spore. They are people 
to be loved. I invite you to go over to our Facebook page and Instagram page and get social with us. Links are in the show notes. Go over there, like those pages, and follow us. And this last piece of advice for you, if you believe in goodness and if you value the approval of God, fix your minds on whatever is true and honorable and just and pure and lovely and praiseworthy. I'm Jerry Wicker. I want to thank you for the gift and privilege of your time today. Until next Wednesday on the Soul Ramblings podcast, grace, peace, cheers. Thanks for listening to Soul Ramblings with Jerry Wicker. Download new episodes every week. And if you haven't already, subscribe and be sure to leave us a rating and review. Soul Ramblings is a Tiki Hut Media production.